It's like he uses us sometimes. Why? It's like, well, well, he's just a jerk. (laughs) Well, you know, some most days I think I'm a jerk anyway. So I just look at the mirror and go, "You're such a jerk." (laughs) Whatever. You're such a jerk, partner. Welcome to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, the show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Hey everybody, Paul Turner here. Glad to have you guys back. Glad you guys are part of the podcast today. Lots of good things going on here in the universe. It's Eclipse Day, by the way, and uh, if you don't have any special sunglasses on, that means if you look at the sun today, you are in fact going to be turned into a zombie, and um, the apocalypse will begin. So uh, be sure to get your glasses on, look at that uh, sun up there, and watch it happen. Um, But today, today we're not talking about eclipses. Today I have a super special guest with me today. She's one of the most awesome people I know. Her name is Amber Gaddis, and, and Amber... Is uh, she just became the uh, middle school pastor at her church at uh, Kingwood Assembly uh, in Alabaster, Alabama, and she is also the assistant Birmingham Metro Masters Commission director. That's a lot of titles, Amber. Yeah, it's way too many. Um, <laughs> you got a lot of jobs. Yeah, but I have a lot of awesome people around who help make those jobs happen. So okay, well that's well, that's good to hear. It's good to hear because. Uh, I know you from, and I want to just let the audience know here that I know you uh, since you were uh, but a child. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, that makes me really old, and I'm okay with that because uh, I've got to see you grow up. I've got to see you participate uh, in various things. I've got to see you uh, just do a bunch of really cool things. It's such an honor and a privilege for me to actually uh, have you on the podcast today, and I just think that's um, it's just cool for me to then introduce people who uh, I knew at their younger ages and say, look, look what God has done. Look what the cool things God has done in this person's life. And so, and then we talked, and this is how this, this, this whole thing got set up, is we were talking at camp. Uh, both Amber and I speak now at the same camp uh, that we both received Christ at. And, um, mm-hmm. and what we find is we, we were talking and said, well, what do you want to talk about? I think I need to have, it on the, have you on the podcast because... I just think you do. I think there just needs to be some other voices here, and I want uh, want your voice to be a part of them. And uh, we were talking about, you know, something that you're passionate about. And the one thing we talked about, and I'm equally passionate about, is the power of showing up. And that's kind of the focus of our our show today is to talk about that. I want you to, if you can, go ahead and just share a little bit about what you what that phrase means in the context of of ministry and and with young people. Let me know what what do you think about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think so many times people are like, what, you know, what is like the secret sauce of youth ministry? Like what is, you know, the Chick-fil-A sauce, if you will. I like um, Chick-fil-A. We're in, the, we're in the South, so. Oh, yeah. Chicken bring some of that. Is, <laughs> chicken is king, but uh, after Jesus. But uh, I think, you know, people are always trying to figure out and there's all these formulas and there's all these things. Uh, that make youth ministry successful. You know, you follow these steps and, you know, and then you'll have a huge youth ministry or then your youth ministry will grow. And I've been doing youth ministry for, for almost five years uh, on a volunteer basis. Um, and I, I've been really fortunate to, to work under a, a youth pastor, Jeremy Sims, who 
um, has, has taught me things and it hasn't just been like, Hey, just, just serve, but let, let's understand youth ministry. And the more I've spent with teen, time with teenagers in, in our church, I've realized that just showing up is, is the power of connection. It's what it would, it's what gives you the door to speak into their life. It's what allows them to listen to you when you can hold a microphone. It's what makes them want to show up to events. It's just you being a consistent presence in their life. Well, that's such an important thing because there's so many, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I just think we don't put nearly enough out that the fact that you simply show up. Now, I've been, you've just become, but you've said you've been volunteering. Now, listen, volunteers, if you're listening here, volunteering is, uh, it is even more important to the volunteer, I think. It, it speaks volume from a volunteer's point of view uh, because you don't have to show up, right? You're not paid to show up, right? The, the youth right. worker, the paid guy and girl who shows up, the attitude might be, well, you're supposed to be here. You're, you're paid to do that. And, um, and so the volunteers that show up, I think, speaks uh, just volumes to uh, the fact that you love and want to be around young people. So I want, if you're a volunteer, I want to say God bless you. And yeah. God bless you, Amber, for volunteering for five years. I have people on my uh, on my staff that uh, have been with me now. This is going into seven years, and so they have been wow. just been a awesome. part. They have been a part of the deal, and they show up and they're participating in people's lives. And um, I love having long term uh, leaders because they can look back and at the lives of people, and um, you know, and, and see where you know see where they've had an impact. Which is my next question here: How have you seen the power of showing up in your life with? With the context of students, maybe it's a, and you don't have to mention names, of course, but, you know, if you have students that you know that you've ministered to over the years, and maybe you can describe a few situations where showing up really communicated to those kids that they got it, that you showed up because you loved them and cared about them. Can you, can you share a few of those stories? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm going to start out with why showing up is important. Uh, Recently this summer, I was kind of transitioning roles and I had a you know a really good bit of a good bit of free time uh, this summer, and so I was asked to speak at several places. And you know the the preacher inside of me was like, "Yeah, I'm so excited. I love I love to preach and I love to teach." And so you know I, I said yes very very quickly to a couple of those opportunities. And when I got done, I was looking at the calendar and realized that I had missed youth for three three weeks in a row oh in the summer. Yeah, and. You know, I was like, at first I was like, ah, you know, my kids are like, they're traveling, like they're, you know, they're not really going to be around. They won't notice. It's, you know, it's just, it's three weeks. So the Wednesday night I get back, I'm so excited to be back. Like I've, I've missed them. I've, you know, I want to know what's going on in their life. Like they, they've been texting me about stuff and so I'm ready to, you know, have face-to-face conversations. And I walk in and I'm greeted by one of my, my, one of my youth girls who is just full of personality and she just looks at me and calls me Judas. Ooh, Judas. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I just was, you know, you're stunned. You're like, you're excited to, to see them and they, they greet you with Judas. Wow. And I'm like, I was like, Did you kiss what? her on each cheek? Did you greet no. her with a kiss? <laughs> no, they're like, you betrayed us. Like, oh, you left oh, us. Oh. And in that moment, it was just like I was suddenly so aware of the fact that I had been consistent and present for so many weeks 
they, they were used to that. And even though I had told them I wouldn't be there and all, you know, and all of that, it, it was, it was significant to them that I had missed. And, and I was greeted that way. Not only one of them called me Judas cause she, she's a character and very creative. Right. Um, but I was greeted by, by several of our students and they were just like, where have you been? Do you not love us? And, wow. and maybe your students aren't as dramatic as ours, you know, and you're, you're very fortunate, but ours will tell you exactly how they feel. Uh, and yes, yes, mine will do the same. <laughs> so in that moment, I was just like, it was like a gut check, you know, it was like, if I'm going to be in youth ministry in whatever capacity, I need to commit to being here. And not just because I don't want to be called, you know, the one who betrayed Jesus, but, (laughs) but because I want to be a consistent, solid presence in the lives of kids who don't have someone who's consistent and solid and they can depend on, uh, this past, uh, I'm going to backtrack. I think about two years ago, I had a small group of, of senior girls and they, they were just awesome, um, really, really gifted, really talented, really fun. But they, um, they just didn't, a couple of them just didn't have awesome home lives. Like their parents just weren't consistent. And they, they had invited me to, um, a marching band thing and forgive me for not knowing the name of it. It wasn't, it wasn't a concert. It was like a marching thing. Like battle of the marching bands. I don't know. Right. (laughs) And, and to be honest with you, I was like, man, I just, you know, like it's Saturday, like I, marching band music isn't my thing and, uh, I can appreciate it, but you know, at like a football game and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go. I told them I'd be there. I'll be there. And, you know, they, they were just so excited that we had taken the time to show up, um, you know, me and a couple other leaders and they, they've talked about that even, you know, even in like the year since, so like, Hey, remember when you came to our thing and we won this. And so I think just showing up even, even to the things outside, you know, I understand everybody's schedule is a little bit different, but just, if you say you're going to be someplace to be there, um, cause a lot of kids don't have that. And I think even to go to what, you know, whenever you have your youth service, you know, to, to the volunteer, you know, to the pastor, yeah, you, you, you have to be there because, you know, it's your job or it's, you know, your responsibility. But as a volunteer, sometimes that internal struggle of, man, if I could stay home and do one more load of laundry or if I could just sleep an extra two hours tonight. Um, but to actually get in the car and, and show up and, and be positive and be, you know, and be there, even though your kids might not say, hey, thank you for showing up this week. Uh, you're you're depositing in them something so much deeper and they're seeing a reflection of, of who God is. God is stable. God's constant, you know, and if they never see that in a person, you know, it sometimes is, it's hard for them to see it about God. Not that we're ever perfect, but, but we can be a reflection of who God is by, by being consistent and, and, you know, and showing up. So, well, yeah. And, and, and I love what you said there too, that listen, kids aren't always going to say thank you. For showing up. <laughs> no. Okay? Kids are not going to say thank you. They may say thank you. They're just not always. And I think the, that what what uh, motivates us, right, as youth workers or as volunteers or bivocational, that we want the thank you, right? We want them to be thankful. Well, sometimes they're not or sometimes they don't care or sometimes they don't know how to express that uh, except by the fact that they're, they're just, you know, happy that you're there and I think the thank you, you know, looking for the thank you certainly 
is a great deposit, but we might not get that thank you that day, right? We might get it later. We might get that somewhere down the road. And I think we have to, uh, you know, balance that because, you know, if we're, if we're always uh, fishing for the compliment or fishing for the, uh, uh, the affirmation, even as whether you're, whether you're a a full-time youth worker or a volunteer, you know, there's a lot of days that there's going to be a lot of fishing. You don't catch no fish. And, uh, and if you're in it for that, you're in trouble. Uh, because you, because uh, the ego the ego is a pinata for uh, <laughs> yeah for 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 youth ministry okay that's what that is if you if you got into youth ministry because you wanted the accolades or the affirmation or the the tingly parts of it uh, you know you will have some of those but the long term is the fact that we're not going to get all of those things we show up whether whether you know whether they're thankful or not thankful. We show up right. because we need to show up. I've sat through my share of uh, terrible uh, plays and uh, and band <laughs> uh, concerts, and uh, you're sitting there going, "Oh, help me, Jesus!" And then Ooh. afterwards, you just smile and go, "That was awesome. That was the best ever. It was so good, so good. You especially were so good, even though I couldn't hear you. But you were excellent. You were the, <laughs> you were the best of everybody." Yes. And, uh, you know, but listen, that's just part of the deal. You listen, you, mm-hmm. you're there. It doesn't matter. It's just the fact that you were there, that you were a face, a part of the a, the crowd. You were that face in the crowd that represented, too, a part of the church, you know, that mm-hmm. said, listen, we as the body of Christ want to come together and, and I want to support you in not just your youth group life, right? Right. Like, right. You come to all these events. And we want you to come to those. Well, listen, I want to show you that I'm committed to your whole picture here, right? Mm-hmm. That you're in the band or you play football or you are in the debate team or uh, you're doing something. And, you know, as youth workers, we have the great opportunity to to be able to do that. Um, share me just a couple of things here. Tell me who showed up in your life. Who showed up in your life that that – that gave you this um, this passion to show up in the lives of others. How do where does that come from from your from your history? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we, we referenced the camp a little bit earlier. You know, camp was an instrumental part um, of, of forming you know my thoughts about God and who who I thought God was. And uh, you know, when I was fifteen, my my parents got a divorce, and it was just a really hard time in my life. And uh, I was a part of at the camp, which it was called CIT, Counselors in Training. And that's and, like youth camp, by the way, the greatest camp in the entire universe. We just want to shout yeah. out to, to the camp. Yeah, for sure. Best camp there ever is. And, you know, we were having this junior counselor training thing. And I, I grew up in a in a not in a not church background. Like we went to church out of obligation on holidays, but, but Jesus was never a a talking point or part of, you know, everyday life in my house. And so, uh, I remember we would get together and we would do these things and go over camp rules or, you know, what to do and what not to do. And then we would always, uh, you know, we would always end with some kind of Bible study. And, uh, there was a guy, his name's Chris and he, you know, he was just there faithfully, you know, through, through those, those Tuesday night meetings and him. And then there were some other people at my church, uh, that just were consistent. You know, we had small group every Monday. We, we call them cell groups. We never, you know, never miss. And people like Jillian and Michelle and Nikki and, you know, just were consistent 
um, presence in my life. My youth pastors, I, I was, I had the best youth pastors ever. Um, Steve and Jessica Ponce were, you know, they just were consistent. I don't ever remember them, you know, not missing or not being available. And just by seeing, you know, these, these people not just like, not just care because it's their job. Cause I think it's really easy for kids to think that, you know, cause they'll be like, well, it's your job. Like you're getting paid to, to be my friend or to care about me. Um, cause because kids want, I think a lot of times, want a reason to push you away. Sure. Um, if they're not used to having someone care about them or if they're already dealing with a lot of rejection, they're really used to saying, well, this is your job. Or they'll, they'll find, create reasons for you to not care about them. But the, what, the one thing they can't argue with is the fact that you've been there every Wednesday night for small group. And you've asked them how things are going or you've texted them when, you know, their mom uh, you know, their mom was in the hospital or they told you she was going to have an operation or, their, you know, their dog died. You just can't argue with those things. So um, I was really fortunate when I found Christ and, you know, I was about 15, 16 years old. God immediately brought just community around me to be fit, you know, to show up and to be at things. And um, I think it's a huge reason um, I'm still, you know, still serving the Lord today is that is that I immediately realized how much I needed community and how much it meant to have people around me, you know, who, who were there for me, you know, those were some of the toughest times, uh, you know, of, of my life. It was really earth, you know, earth shattering for me when my family went through that. And so to have people just show up and be around and, you know, buy me a taco at Taco Bell, you know, when you're 15 and can't even scrape two bennies together. Um, you know, those, just those little things, that extra crunch wrap, you know, on your, on your debit card goes, goes further than, you know. Um, and I I think that it's so easy in, you know, just in the, the day to day, you know, not step back and, um, looking at, you know, life and being like, wow, like this is our youth ministry successes and fails and all this kind of stuff. But just to be like, man, this is all that I have going on this week. We can lose, we can lose sight of how powerful it is that we just, you know, we just choose to be there. Yeah. And I, and I totally agree. And you know, at the end of the day and you're, you're, you'll get there too, where at some point you talk about great events, right. In youth ministry, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to talk about great relationships. Eventually mm-hmm. you're going to talk about those moments, those kids, uh, where the where the events aren't won't matter. The events they matter in the context of that we gathered together, we did something, whether it was an outreach mm-hmm. or a fellowship or whatever we did. But really, all we're going to talk about, just like you did, you you named names, right? We're going to name names someday. We're going to say, I remember hanging out with so and so. That's what kids are going to do. Kids aren't going to remember mm-hmm. anything about the event. They're not going to remember anything about this. They're going to just remember that you, Amber Gaddis, showed up to my thing just recently. I had a student graduate and, um, you know, she's off to college now and she's been on all our missions trips and we're a mission trip buddies and, and, uh, and Ray is at college. And I just said, one day I just said, you know, I'm just going to shoot her a little video and just, I just shot her a little video of me telling her, Hey, how proud I am of her and, uh, how much we're going to miss her and so forth. And, uh, uh, you know, and all that. And all I can remember, and she's all, she just texted back and said, Hey, that made my whole day. You know, it's super simple. And I think that's where we're going to we're going to kind of land the plane here a little bit, maybe with some ideas that you might have of super simple ways. Even if you can't maybe if you're a volunteer and you can't get to everything or or those things, would you make some suggestions here? You know, talk to these youth workers who who think maybe it's complicated to show up when it's really not that complicated to show up. 
Um, give us some ideas. What are some ways you're, you recommend or ways that you're using now to, uh, to connect with students and show up in their lives? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first off, I just want to say you're probably doing a better job than you think you are. Um, I think sometimes it's so easy to get on social media or compare yourself to other things. You as the youth worker, youth pastor, volunteer are probably doing a much better job than you're giving yourself credit for, um, because you wouldn't be in this if you didn't care. And I think one of, one of the best ways I wish I was more organized. I have people around me who are super organized, but I'm just, I'm trying. (laughs) And, um, so I make total use of, I have an iPhone, um, and there's the reminders app in, you know, in the iPhone. And I, for, for my small group, I just, I set reminders, you know, as they're telling me something, you know, uh, one of my girls, her mom is actually having surgery, um, tomorrow. And I have, you know, I have a reminder in my phone that says, Hey, you know, text, text her and ask her how her mom is, you know, and people will be like, well, you know, you really don't care because you had to write it down. No, the, the truth of it is most of us are so busy that if we don't write it down, when we see them on Wednesday, we'll go, oh my gosh, I forgot to ask her about her mom. Right. And everything is relative. You have a, a, a larger group maybe, right? You have small groups, things like that. There's maybe, and, and you have to be able to do that. You have to be organized when you have a, mm. a, a fair amount of students or at least the students that you're, you're in your small group and things like that. But then there's youth pastors who listen. You got 10, 12, 15, uh, mm-hmm. 20 kids in your group. Uh, you know that you, you should be able to do something super simple like just write it down, right? The, yeah. Uh, the the uh, great Dick Stevens, who uh, was the camp director uh, for many many years and the founder of the camp, uh, used to say that the lightest pencil is is better than the strongest memory. Uh, mm. just, just write That's it down. Good. Just write it down. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, um, one of my, my interns last year, he made fun of me because I had sticky notes all over my office <laughs> of like, of call so-and-so or text so-and-so, but I can't, you know, like never, you know, don't, don't worry about, like, don't worry about the haters. Just ex- you know, express that you care. Cause that's, that's what showing up is. is it really is. It's, it's care. It's caring about people. I think, I think another huge part of showing up is, is being, being involved and being interested in, in the moments you have with them. Uh, if all of your youth staff sits on the back row of a service, don't get like, me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't know if that was, that was a thing, but uh, here, here it's the couch, the couch. The couch. Yeah. Well, yeah, burn, burn, burn the couch. I thought um, about that in effigy. There's no place yeah. for you to go. You cannot hide. Do not try to hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like if you if you're gonna show up and if you're gonna you know commit a year or two years or you know however your youth ministry does it, commit to to getting to know the names of of kids. You know. When your kids walk in the door, greet every one of them by name. And if you're not awesome with names, like, like push yourself to be. Give give them nicknames that are appropriate and uplifting. Um, you know, but but I think even just being a part, sitting within the kids and and greeting them by name as they walk in, like like that showing up, like everybody's favorite sound is their own name. So if you, if, you know, if little, you know, Tina walks in, I just watched Napoleon Dynamite. I'm sorry. Tina, you know, walks into your, your youth ministry, like she should hear her name. Um, and so maybe you weren't at Tina's ballet recital. Tina the llama? (laughs) Yes. 
So if a llama walks into your uterus, it sounds like a start of a really funny joke. A llama um, walks into the uterus. I don't know how many, how many people have llamas, but let's go with it. Llamas. If, if you don't have a llama in your youth ministry or a kid that's obsessed with llamas, are you doing youth ministry? Probably not. Probably not. But please continue. <laughs> Tina is important. Tina is important. <laughs> okay. We're going to go with um, with Susie. If Susie walks there, into your group. There you go, Susie. <laughs> if Susie walks into your youth group, you know, Susie needs to, to hear her name and she needs to know that she – She's recognized. Um, I think sometimes, too, we can get so busy in creating the service that we can miss out on on those pivotal moments of, of saying, of greeting them and making sure they know that you're there. But if people want to know more about Amber Gaddis or ask questions or anything like that, just let us know where they can hit you up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's... Amgad, A-M-G-A-D, like Gaddis, uh, on Twitter, A-M-G status. Uh, I made it when I was in, like, seventh grade, so uh, don't judge. On MySpace, wait, <laughs> you can find me on MySpace. I make sick layouts. Um, <laughs> Never Reliant K song is my song on my page, so. Um, <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also on Facebook at... I would love if you have students who are about to graduate, don't really know what the future looks like, but feel called to ministry, feel called to discipleship, or want to do a gap year and they, you know, um, don't want to just work, but they want to, you know, make it purposeful. Master's commission, um, uh, I'm obviously <laughs> passionate about it, but also a graduate of it. Um, I don't think there's anything better than, than taking nine months to discover who you truly are in Christ and be equipped. So you can find us. Uh, we're on Facebook, Birmingham Metro Master's Commission. Uh, you can also find us at bmmc.net. And uh, our program's been around for 24 years. Uh, this year, we're the longest running in the nation. And uh, we also are fully accredited through Ecclesia College. So your students will be discipled, will receive ministry training, and they're actually receiving college credit for their time spent with us. So uh, if you have any questions, if you have students that are interested, I'd love to talk to you and uh, you know help them figure out or even come uh, come visit us and hang out with us for a day. So um, Awesome, Amber. That's shameless fantastic. plug. <laughs> well, look, that's what we do here. So listen, I'm going to put all those in the show notes. Uh, everything will be yeah. covered. Everything will be covered there. We'll make sure we get all that kind of information out. Uh, I'm also going to put in there some recommendations for some uh, books uh, mm. and some resources. Um, there's uh, one called uh, "The Be With Factor" with Bo Boschers is an excellent resource uh, about just being with and being present with students. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. And uh, Amber Gaddis, thank you so much for being here on the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast. We will see you all next time on the next episode, and we will catch you. Have a good day, everybody.